We magnify and we glorify the name of the Lord. You may have your seats tonight. We are glad to be in the house of the Lord. Anybody glad to be in the house of the Lord? As we were in the worship, I said to the Lord, I said, this is the safest place. Not just being in the house of the Lord, but being in his presence. I said, this is the safest place. Nothing can touch us. And there we are protected under the shadow of his almighty wings. We are hidden from the scourge of the enemy. We're hidden from all of his machinations and all of his entrapments and all of his ensnarements. We are completely insulated. I said, Father, please. I asked him while we were in worship. I said, please never, ever leave this house. I said, please don't leave us. We know you're omnipresent and we know that we're working on our own soul salvation individually with fear and trembling. I said, but please don't ever leave us. And then I said, don't let us leave you. That's my intercession for worship. That's, I just, that he would never leave us. David said, no matter what you do, take not your Holy Spirit from me. He had experienced something in God that he said, I can lose my whole kingdom. Just don't take your spirit from me. Anybody else worship on that level? Lord, thank you that you're with us. Can you clap your hands again for the presence of the Most High God? It's also important that we recognize that in moments of visitation like that, that's really visitation, moments when the Lord's presence is in manifestation, that you learn to release your faith to receive whatever you need. We have not trained you all to be driven by personality, and it is not the culture of our church for you all to be dependent on leadership for everything you're supposed to get from God. Can I talk to a mature? That was weak. Can I talk to a mature believer? Somebody say amen. And so if you need to know when to appropriate your faith, when he's on you, that's a good place to do it. When the anointing is in manifestation, that's a good place to get your freedom. Why? Because the anointing is, uh, is, is manifesting to destroy all the works of the devil. Somebody say amen if you believe the Bible. For this purpose was the son of God manifested that he would destroy all of the works of the devil. So if there's a work of the devil, when the anointing is in manifestation, it has to be demolished. Now you be wise enough not to go and reconstruct what the anointing has torn down. I can't get help. But that's the moment of deliverance. Those moments when his presence is moving. Even when you don't feel it, you don't have to feel it. Just know that he's there and get what you need. Come on, somebody say, raise us up. The anointing destroys the... Talk back to me. So you can't be depressed and anointed. Depression may try to come, but as soon as you step over into the anointing, depression, depression has to flee. You can't be anointed and sick. Oh, let me preach the Bible the way they wrote it. Because the anointing will heal your infirmity. If they could take aprons and handkerchiefs from the apostles while they were ministering and heal the sick, how could you not be healed with the anointing dwelling in you? You don't need, I feel it pushing, you don't need the residue of an anointing on somebody else to get what you need. Because the greater one lives on the inside of you. Y'all better tap into it. You better, I feel like preaching the cross. You better believe it. Satan lost his power through the cross of Calvary. He lost his footing. Colossians tells us that he disarmed and dismantled principalities and powers, triumphing over them in it. In what? The work of the cross. 
when he said it is finished everything the devil tried was already finished I wish I had a victorious saint to open your mouth before he could even try to put it in motion it was already done somebody shout I'm free somebody shout I'm healed not because of your goodness but because of the blood when he shed the blood Satan lost I feel victory I said when the blood was shed y'all not talking back to me but I feel I don't know who that's for open your mouth lift your hands and receive it say the blood of Jesus is mine say the blood of Jesus is mine we are delivered by the blood of the lamb I wish I had Bible people on a Wednesday night the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony but what do you testify I testify what the blood has done it saved me it healed me it delivered me it redeemed me the blood of Jesus take your seats the devil don't want you excited over the blood he don't mind preachers preaching 12 self-help steps to victory but he don't want you talking about the blood that set you free he don't mind self-help meditation from the pulpit but start talking about the cross that rendered him powerless y'all not saying nothing I said we have the victory because of the blood we have deliverance because of the cross we have healing because he's the healer somebody shout hallelujah that's not the sermon take your seat I'm a blood of Jesus preacher. It'll make the devil back up. I dare you open your mouth and say the blood of Jesus. See, you in the old church, we used to plead the blood. Y'all don't like it. It's too, it's antiquated. But the blood has power. The blood of Jesus will destroy the witch's altar. The blood of Jesus will drive cancer out of your body. The blood of Jesus will give you a blood transfusion. The blood of Jesus will heal your HIV. The blood of Jesus will get rid of your AIDS. The blood, y'all not in here. I said the blood. The blood. You, to be successful in your spiritual war, you got to know your equipment. I know it looks cute and sounds real good to have enticing words of great wisdom, but sometimes you gotta rear back and scream the blood. I know y'all don't like it. It's, 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 I know, I know, I know. That's too old, that's old school, that's old form, but it's, the Bible says we are delivered. We don't see a lot of deliverance because we don't hear about the blood. Your dirty prayer shawl can't deliver me, but the blood can. I ain't got help. I said, but the blood can. Because there's a blood that testifies. And it speaks better things than the blood of Abel. The blood of Jesus 
is crying out and speaking to our redemption. Tell me to preach. It's speaking to our salvation. It's speaking to our prosperity. It's speaking to, y'all ain't saying it, our healing. I'm healed by the blood. I'm delivered. Y'all ain't saying it. By the blood. I'm protected. Back shy by the blood. My family's healed. My family's delivered. My family's set free because of the... God, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I need y'all to open your mouth. Come on, open. Hey. We plead the blood. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood. Y'all better open your mouth. Let bodies be healed. Because of the blood. Let sin be driven out strong because of the blood let principalities and powers be bound because of the blood of Jesus hallelujah come on open 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 your mouth. I've already been up here 25 minutes. Open your mouth. Because of the blood. 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 Put your hand on your body. Lay hands on yourself. I command every addiction to be severed. I command every sickness to be healed I command every depression and oppression to loose you in the name and by the blood of Jesus I command it to loose you I command the infirmity to loose you open this is where we are tonight this is we're right here this is where we are this is where we are we're navigating through this place not by our own might not in our own strength but we're pleading the blood of Jesus to cover our nation to cover our families to cover our churches to cover our leadership y'all not praying open your mouth it's the blood of Jesus 
that brings deliverance. Heavy, heavy, yeah. Hallelujah. Come on, open your mouth. We're navigating through a place what the devil meant for evil. God is about to shift it and turn it around because you learned how to use your weapons of war. It's the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous that avails much. Don't let the devil take your health. Don't let him take what belongs to you. Learn how to push in fervently and effectively and effectually. Come on, y'all ain't saying nothing. Hallelujah. There is, I think I used up all of my time. You are delivered by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. That means you got to make your confession line up with what the blood has already said. Come on, I'm trying to get us free. What you testify, that's a legal term in that text, in the book of Revelation. It's a legal account. It's talking about when you're under the throes of interrogation in a legal proceeding. What you testify, watch this, when you're under oath has got to be in alignment with what the blood has already said. So that means sometimes, y'all work with me, sometimes in your account, you can't tell the truth. Because the truth is, the doctor sees the cancer in your body. That's fact. They can prove it. Science can prove it. But your testimony has to be, I'm healed. Y'all not going to, I know y'all don't like it because it sounds a little oxymoronic. No, God is not the father of a lie, but he'll superimpose his truth over the facts. Y'all not going to help me. I'm done. His truth is superimposed over what science can prove. So the real truth is not that you have cancer. The real truth is that before you ever came into existence, that the blood and the stripes on his body has already secured your healing. So it's a war over reality. Doctor, you have your truth, but I know a man whose name is truth. And he, y'all not with me, he told me by his stripes, I'm already healed. I dare you to open your mouth and testify 
to what the blood has spoken over you. In this next season, I'm done. In this next season, I'm not agreeing with the facts. I'm agreeing with the truth. Because the devil can create a smoke screen and call it facts and wait for you to confess it to make it a reality. Y'all don't like it because the Bible says the power of life and death is where? That means you can decree a thing to live or you can decree a thing to die. I'm still in the book. You better be careful with your fine anointed self what you speak life to in this season because if you speak it to the wrong thing what you cause to live might kill you. You better open your mouth and say what the blood has testified. Speak life to what the blood y'all not with me what the blood has spoken shall live. Speak death to what's supposed to die. We are navigating through a dimension where the only thing that matters, say the only thing, is the word of the Lord. We have done everything else. Come on, I'm talking to the church. We put on our performances. We got our hair laid, fried, dyed, laid to the side. We done did it all. And the only thing, somebody say the only thing that's going to stand in this hour is the word of the Lord. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his word y'all not so our warfare then is not just greater resistance it's greater truth our warfare because you prove it you already proven that you have faith you already proven that you have that you're not going to fall and falter you've already proven that you're going to stand thank you but if we're going to see the victory now the warfare has to be a warfare of truth because it's always been a war over reality which reality are we going to live? Well, I'm tired of living my reality. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for God's reality to take shape, take form, and manifest in my life. God's reality. I'm going to talk to you on Sunday morning about being, hold on, let me find what I called it. Uh-huh. Tonight was the blood. They said, what's your pastor preaching? I said, the blood. That's it. We don't got to preach to impress people that ain't going to do nothing with what we preach. Sometimes you got to simplify the message so that they can get it. What's the message? The blood. What saved you? The blood. What healed you? The blood. See, you can preach the whole message yourself. What's keeping you in the pandemic? The blood. How come you don't have corona? The blood. How come you had it in your heel? The blood. Y'all still having church? In the pandemic? In two locations? Y'all still in choir rehearsal? And ain't nobody getting sick? No, why? Because of the blood. Open your mouth and put a praise on it. It's not our own strength. It's not our own power. It's the blood of Jesus. I'll talk to you Sunday morning.
if the Lord doesn't change the message. Hey, I feel it pushing. Listen, look, 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 wait, 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 hold on. Don't let anybody, watch this, take your seats for a minute. Don't let nobody make you feel bad because you go to a power church. I heard a commentary today. Yeah, I watched your service. They didn't say it to me. They said it to a friend of a friend. You were over there at Furlough's church. Oh, they really go in over there. Yeah, I watched it. Don't let nobody give you a guilt complex. Because you go to a church where demons are cast out. Watch this. Can I say it? Don't let nobody shame you because you go to a church where their pastor can come and get demons. We done had a few apostles come through and they on the floor. I ain't got no help. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. Tell the truth because the blood works. Because the blood works. You gotta take off your diadem when you come through here. You gotta take your, I can't, don't get your vestments dirty going over there to Ecclesia Global. You might be a presiding prelate, but you might wind up on the floor over there. Be careful with that church. Don't let nobody shame you because you go to a power church. Paul said, when I came to you, I didn't come. Am I, am I just in this? Am I? He said, I did not come to you with enticing words of man's wisdom. He said, but I came to you with the demonstration of the Holy Ghost and power. There's a time for everything. There's time for spiritual academics. But sometimes you need power just to show up. Y'all not going to help me tonight, but I'm staying in the Bible. I can give you enticing words, but sometimes we need the blood just to show up in our midst and heal and deliver I'm going to talk on Sunday huh. that's quickening y'all hear that y'all feel it I quoted that scripture if the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwell in you. Y'all not gonna help me. Will he also in like manner quicken your mortal body? That means your flesh will fill up. What is it? It's resurrection power because of the blood. Don't lose your quicken. It's a sign that resurrection power lives in you. And the only way resurrection power can live in you, he had to first shed the blood and give himself up. Y'all not going to help because he had to die and be buried for resurrection power to go down and to break the hands of death, hell, and the grave and lift him up. <laughs> 
So because he's lifted, there's resurrection in you. That's the quickening. It's the same power. It's the same spirit. So don't apologize. Do you feel it? And then sometimes you feel it in your belly. There's another scripture for that. Out of your belly shall flow rivers. Y'all not ready to live of living water. Whether it's quickening power or rivers of living water. I'm surrounded with life. I shall live and not die. Holland, open your mouth. I'm done. I've been up for 35 minutes. Open your mouth. Open, 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 open. You could not, under the Mosaic law, you could not eat or drink blood because the law said the life was in the blood. The life of the creature that was sacrificed or that was killed. So you could not eat the blood. You couldn't consume the blood because the life of that living creature could not be in your body. This is why, Deacon Andre, the blood of Jesus has so much power because the life force of God himself. This is why Jesus couldn't be born of a natural man because he wouldn't have God's blood. So the Holy Ghost had to come on. Y'all not ready for the Bible. The Holy Ghost had to come upon Mary so that which was born of her womb could be called the child of the Most High God. God had to impregnate her by impartation so that his blood could be in the seed. Y'all not ready. This why, that's why his blood, y'all not ready, can speak better things in the blood of Abel because it was never contaminated by Adam's lineage. Adam's lineage and the blood that we inherited caused us to be conceived in sin and shaped in iniquity. That blood is contaminated and cannot talk for our deliverance. But the blood of Jesus... That's never been contaminated by the flesh. Never been touched by the flesh. Never been contaminated by sin. It can testify. Y'all don't get distracted. The blood of Jesus can testify of our redemption. See, your blood can only talk about how jacked up you are. Because the stuff in your blood ain't even yours. You jacked up because your mama's blood is in you. Y'all not going You jacked up because your daddy's blood is in you. You can't stop lying because your daddy was a liar. See, your blood can't redeem you. But there had to be a substance.
He said, as she, still distraction. She said, she went to the tomb and by revelation found out that that was the Lord she was talking to. And she walked up to him to hold on to him. He said, don't touch me yet. Don't touch me. Because I've not yet ascended to my father. What was the assignment? Come on, I'm talking to Bible people. He had to, I don't know how he did it. But he collected every drop of blood that was spilled on Calvary's Hill. I don't know how he did it. Every blood from the entire Via De La Rosa, the whole path where they were beating him and he had on the crown of thorns and they had plucked out his, he took every atom of every piece and drop of blood and picked it up and said, don't cling to me because I have to go to my father. Well, what was the assignment? He had to go into the heavenly sanctuary and pour his own blood upon the mercy seat. This is why the Bible says, that we have an advocate at the right hand of the Father. Now, if you look at that exegetically, at the right hand really means in the bosom of. That's why when you get to heaven, there's one throne. There's not two and there's not three for all you Trinitarians. There's not three thrones in heaven. I get this full shot. I'm in the Bible. He's in the bosom of the Father. Jesus said, Philip, have I been with you this long? You're talking about show us the Father. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Y'all got to catch it. There's a, there's a mystery of godliness. You can't explain it with your finite mind. Huh? But he's in the bosom of the Father, but he had to take the blood and pour it on the mercy seat because he knew that an hour was going to come that the believers would need that blood to be the propitiation for all of their sin. We didn't ask to be born in sin and shaped in iniquity, but we still got here that way. Yes, sir. <clears throat> this is why as a faithful high priest... He is sympathetic to our condition. God is not as judgmental as we think he is. He's judgmental when we resist truth. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures for... Okay, so he's earring on the side of mercy. So if you ever see God judge somebody, you better believe they deserved it. Because he's more faithful to mercy than judge. He desires mercy over judgment. So the Lord Jesus stands in the bosom of the Father and he pleads as the intercessor that not just for Donna to be okay and Brittany to be okay, but he pleads before the Father that the blood that I poured on the mercy seat has to be the intermediary for their condition. You've got to heal them because I stayed on the cross. For, see the blood here? Wait a minute, y'all not ready for the Bible. It says that he was wounded for our transgressions. The wounding was the battering. Huh? It was the battering. They plucked out his beard. They beat him. He was bruised. So that's all the places where they hit him, but it didn't cause blood to be externally spilled. It just stayed inside and caused discoloration of his body. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement for what? Our peace. That's the peace of your mind. He was chastised so that you could be at peace. So if you're a believer, you don't have a legal right to be depressed over anything. Because they whipped him for you to have peace. But wait. Chastisement for our peace was upon him and with his stripes. Those ain't regular stripes. That's not the whelps you get when your mama beats you with a switch. 
he got beat with a cat of nine tails. That means that it was pieces of metal with shards and pottery and glass and metal and hooks in it so that when they would whip him, it would wrap around his body and pull out chunks of his flesh with his stripes. We're healed. So there was blood that came in the wounding. There was blood that came in the bruising. There was blood that came in the stripes. And somehow through the whole ordeal, he collected the blood with him as he walked. And maintained it when he went into the abyss. And when he resurrected, he took all of that same blood and said, now, Father, this blood is better than the blood of calves and goats. This blood trumps all of the sacrifices of the Aaronic priesthood. This blood is according to the order of Melchizedek, and this is an eternal priesthood of which I am priest. He says, now I'm pouring this blood once and for all. After this blood, there will not need to be another sacrifice. This is why Islam is an insult to the blood of Jesus, because they still kill goats every year for atonement. Not sheep, but goats. Goat nation. When you have a need, when I have a need, he stands in the bosom of the Father and says, Father, see the blood. I know they sin, but see the blood. I know they failed and messed up again, but Father, see. I know they said a thousand times ago they would never do it again, but see, y'all not ready for real salvation. This is why the writer of Hebrews says that we can't, you got to be careful, you can't neglect so great a salvation. That all we have to do is deal with the legality of the issue. If you could be man enough or woman enough to confess it. If you could be man enough or woman enough to own up to it. And say, Father, I failed. Father, I sinned. He said, I will be faithful and just. Am I still in this Bible, Elder? To forgive you. Now, when he forgives you, it's not our kind of forgiveness. Because we'll forgive and don't forget. We'll forgive and still act like it. We'll forgive and let you know that we remember. But his forgiveness removes your sin as far as the east is from the west. Now, you show me a place where east and west can intersect. Because the closest you get to the point, the further away you actually get. He removes it as far as the east is from the west. So he forgives us, but he doesn't stop there, Dewberry. Because of the blood, not only does he forgive us, which means he clears the account, but he cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Everything? You mean to tell me I can walk out of your presence as if I had never failed? As if I've never dropped the ball because of the blood of Jesus? See, that's why the scripture says it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. 
when you recognize what this blood has really done, you don't dishonor it. I can't get help. I got to go home. No, 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 no. You can't. How, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How can we who have died to sin live any longer in it? When you recognize the depth of the salvation, you have to honor him with your life. Because it cost him something for that forgiveness that you're walking around in. That forgiveness wasn't free. It cost him what felt like the rejection of his omnipresent father. It cost him time in hell, probably being tormented by the enemy that he already had victory over. It cost him time in humanity, taking his godness and putting it in the form of stinking flesh to show us the way of salvation. It cost him. It cost him. And so when you recognize the power of the blood, you don't say it in a haphazard way. You know how people joke and say, ooh, the blood is I don't, I don't ever, I don't ever do that. Because his life is in that blood. And I'm alive because of that blood. Oh, y'all not going to tell the whole story? Anybody, is there anybody here that should be dead already? Like you, you like showing up dead, like out? I told you, I, exp I started the process. Did I tell y'all? I, I started it. I know what it feels like to step over on the other side. He was kind enough to bring me back. Shouldn't be here but the blood. Stand to your feet. I want you, I'm done. As we navigate through this place, give me something of victory. Say it's a place of victory. It's not a place of war. This is a place of victory. As we navigate through this place, I want you to remember and recall and confess and talk about what the blood has done. We can get sophisticated with all of our information. I can teach on spiritual warfare. I can teach on intercession. I can teach on that. I don't, I don't really hear it. Give me, I, I'm going to try to be intentional. We're in a driving place. I want you to recall the blood because the only thing that backs up Satan is the reality that the blood has purchased his defeat. You can scream in tongues all day long and still be defeated. You can fast your way into oblivion and if you don't get revelation of truth, still be defeated. I know people on 40-day fast still don't have nothing. Nothing. Not a word, not an anointing. I was like, can God transfer your 40-day fast to me? Because I love to eat. Let me get the credit for a 40-day fast. I'll do something with it. I'll go walk on water. Give it to me. People have done all kinds of spiritual calisthenics. But because they won't acquiesce to truth, it produces no fruit. You are victorious because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. This is what Islam is missing. 
This is what Hinduism and Buddhism are missing. Y'all listening to me? They're missing the redemptive quality of the blood of Jesus Christ. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. As much as they serve in all of their religious piety, all of their sins are still being credited to their accounts because they don't believe in the blood that took it away. You can pray five times facing the sun, praying to the sun God. All you want. Because the sun God can't deliver you. And Allah is a moon deity and he sure can't deliver you because all stuff go on at night. All kind of stuff. So I know he's not a delivering God. All of this in an attempt to circumvent the process of the blood that's been applied. He uses the foolishness of preaching to confound the wise. What a travesty to think you're more wise than God. That when what is high knowledge in God is foolishness to you, that's a travesty. That's a horrible predicament. That's a horrible place. Can you lift your hands? Father, we thank you here for the blood of Jesus Christ. This house honors the blood. Can y'all open your mouth just for a moment? We honor the blood that secured our salvation, that redeemed us from the enemy's kingdom. We honor the blood that heals our physical bodies. We honor the blood that gives us peace of mind. We honor the blood that protects us from witchcraft and curses and all kinds of voodoo practices and accidents and tragedies. We honor the blood that protects our family members that are not even physically here now to hear the message about the blood. We honor the blood of Jesus Christ that was poured on the mercy seat for our salvation. We honor the blood. I can't hear y'all saying anything. We honor the blood. That without the shedding of the blood of Jesus, there's no forgiveness of our sin. We honor the blood of Jesus. We honor the blood. It keeps us here protects us, covers us, shields us. 